Good morning, I'm Jake Sherman, and this is The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Tuesday, November 23rd, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines for the day. Number one, about McCarthy's speakership bid. Number two, Biden to talk about lowering gas prices before Thanksgiving. And number three in the tally, it is fundraising season in Washington. Let's get into the mix. We start this morning 350 days from Election Day 2022, and House Republicans are heavily favored to win the majority. And let's be clear, Kevin McCarthy is heavily favored to be the next speaker. That doesn't mean it's going to be easy. McCarthy himself knows that uh, as well as anybody, considering he has already had to drop out of a bid for speaker um, not so long ago, just twenty in 2015. But think about this. Has any minority leader led their party to the majority and not become speaker? The answer is no. If Republicans win the majority in November 2022, it will be the second cycle in a row McCarthy has won seats. And it's just tough to see that people would turn him away after that. But I mean, listen, we're not making this out to be easy. He still needs to get 218 votes in the floor, majority of present and voting. And he'll have a massive head start on that. And plus, the votes he has could prevent anyone else from being speaker. So the question is, how does he navigate all of this, um, all of this, uh, these rough waters? So uh, if you're working for McCarthy, though, you need to be or you're supportive of his bid to be speaker. You need to be keenly aware of Mark Meadows, who's pitching Donald Trump for speaker. This is not, uh, I would say, exceedingly unlikely to happen. Um And people are pushing Jim Jordan. And then there's Jim Banks. The American conservative has a piece about Banks speaking in flowery terms about the Indiana congressman. Our experience is that those kinds of stories don't happen on their own. Um, uh, And someone, it's it's interesting to us that someone is pushing Banks uh, to be Speaker of the House. We don't know who it is, but uh, we emailed Banks and he, he replied to us and said, Hey, Jake, I've left no room for doubt. I support Kevin as the conservative leader. I'm doing everything I can to help him win. Have no doubt he will win and will make a great speaker. And I'm quoted extensively saying as much. Interestingly enough, um, Banks CC'd McCarthy on that email to me. So uh, it's clear that he wants Kevin to know that he's supportive of him for speaker. Now, let's talk about this Trump idea. Um, you know, th- I'm going to caveat this with a a heap of salt because um, we didn't think Trump could be could be president, uh, and I don't think he's going to be speaker. Now, do I feel confident of that? I don't feel confident of anything. I'm just telling you based on my experience what I believe will happen. I have no doubt that Trump takes some pleasure in torturing McCarthy. Um, he may he might be interested in being speaker just to to torture his enemies, and I have no doubt at all because I've seen it for six years and I wrote a book on it. Literally, I wrote a book, "The Hill to Die On," that dealt with Meadows' relationship with McCarthy, and um, he has spent the last I don't know ten years, I guess a little bit less than that, six years torturing Kevin, um, and. Um, so I have no doubt that part of the dynamics here is that Meadows pushing is pushing Trump in part, subconsciously, consciously, whatever, to mess with McCarthy. Um, but no non-member has ever become speaker. It seems exceedingly unlikely to happen here because lawmakers would not trust an outsider uh, to to be speaker. So there are some Republicans, Matt Gates, Marjorie Taylor Greene, you know, that crew, who would probably vote for Trump for speaker, especially if Trump doesn't endorse McCarthy. Um, 
and I think they'll use him as kind of a Trojan horse um, to torture Kevin and to to try to starve him of the speakership. But our view of it is that the speakership is Kevin's to lose. Of course, it's going to be a challenge. I have absolutely no doubt about that, and I have no doubt that it's going to be probably his toughest task. But he's going to leave. Like this is the time where Kevin's going to leave everything on the field. He is. Um, he got elected in 2006, so he's been in Congress for 15 years now. He's already been starved of speaker once again, um, once before rather. And I just have to imagine this is the time he's going to leave it all on the field. Number two story of the day, the pre-Thanksgiving presser, Biden, is talking gas prices today. The president is talking um, about lowering prices and his desire to lower gas prices. There's probably nothing more tangible politically and economically to the American people than sky-high gas prices. The current average for a gallon of regular gas is $3.40, and that's according to... Uh, AAA. One year ago, the average price was $2.10. Of course, demand was much lower in those days, and people were not driving their car. Coronavirus was raging. The pandemic is waning, and gas production has lagged uh, the increase of supply. But Biden's not going to be judged on complex economic metrics. He's going to be judged on whether gas is more expensive and whether people feel like they can get by. And, you know, 350 days ahead of Election Day, this is something that that Democrats are acutely concerned of, uh, uh, concerned about. Um, Republicans have been blaming some of the president's policies for gas prices, and and there's something to that, I would imagine. Um, but listen, there's some things that the president can do. He's gonna he might tap into the strategic petro- uh, petroleum reserve. He has pushed the FTC to examine whether gas price companies are charging too much, and is leading a global effort. This, according to the Washington Post, to press oil producing countries to ramp ramp up production. He's getting pressure from Democrats. And listen, uh, you have to imagine that. Um, as people leave their houses and get ready for a vacation uh, over Thanksgiving and over the Christmas holiday, that that gas prices and heating prices and heating bills are of intense <clears throat> concern. So um, Biden's going to try to do something about it. We'll see if it's successful. We'll see if um, that message resonates. And we'll have to keep an eye on gas prices again, 350 days ahead of Election Day. Number three story of the day in the tally. It's legislative season, but it's also fundraising season in D.C. And a couple interesting fundraisers to to bring up. Marco Rubio up for reelection next year has a bunch of Senate Republicans appearing on his behalf at a holiday reception December 8th. That's John Barrasso, Shelley Moore Capito, Susan Collins, Lindsey Graham, Chuck Grassley, Mike Lee, Roger Marshall, Tom Tillis, Pat Toomey, and Tommy Tuberville. It's a big fundraiser for somebody, um, for Marco Rubio, who is uh, a very... Um, a high-profile race, a high-profile re-election candidate in 2022. Steve Scalise, the House Minority Whip, will be the special guest at a December 2nd event for Dan Newhouse. This is notable because Newhouse voted to impeach former President Donald Trump, but Newhouse is an incumbent Republican, so Scalise and McCarthy have to support him. Chris Stewart has his Park City Winter Weekend, January 7th through January 9th, with Tom Cole, uh, Mario Diaz de Ballart and Kay Granger. Those are some um, uh, big events for Republicans in the coming weeks. We'll have some Democratic events in pre- in next uh, some in our following editions. Just a, a quick note on the president's schedule today. He'll speak about the economy and lowering prices for the American people at 2 p.m. Uh, Jen Psaki will brief at 3:15. The Bidens and Kamala Harris, Vice President Kamala Harris, and Second Gentleman Doug Emhoff will participate in a service project at D.C. Central Kitchen at 4 p.m. today, 5.55. The Bidens will leave for Nantucket for Thanksgiving. Nantucket Thanksgiving is a pretty nice deal for the president. He'll arrive there at 7.10. With that, 
leave us a rating and review. Smash that follow button. You could subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.